0: Hawks fans would hope the team would bounce back against the Blues, but what we got instead was one of the more disappointing displays of the season. The post-fly period has looked pretty ugly for the Hawks so far, but we're back to sift through everything and see if we can pluck out a few positives here on the Hawk Talk Podcast. My name is Nick Mason, and joining me as always, my co-host, G'day Tiz.
1: G'day mate. I was hoping for a quarter of a century of beating Carlton at home games. Didn't happen. And I made the mistake of taking some Carlton mates with me. Turns out, what you should have been hoping for was
0: a quarter of footy. <laughs> oh, it was what's the word? Pitiful. Uh, Don't need to break out the thesaurus for that one. I think pitiful will do just fine. Dumb rock and roll over. That was basically <laughs>
1: the game. The two best players had just made it back to the lineup, mm. and everyone else looked like they were still shelf shocked from. Watching Collingwood beat Gold Coast by that margin.
0: Ah, well, could have seen that coming. Carlton did it to him.
1: Oh, like, it's put us in our place, Nick. Without Sicily, these are the questions that are going to be asked. Who
0: are we without Sicily? It can't just be down to one player. I will not accept that. Well, I don't know
1: that we need to be accepting. I think, you know, that this week... There's going to be a lot of questions demanded of this group without James Sicily in the side. Are you
0: capable of showing effort? I would hope so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they simply were not switched on. They were not up for the fight. Basically, they didn't from the take start. first options.
1: They weren't quick of mind. Um, a lot of blokes were playing as if they wanted to keep their spot in the side. So there is pressure on them, but they were looking selfish and. Mm-hmm.
0: Just getting a few touches? I just didn't really imagine that looking at the banner pre-game, the advertisement for KFC till quarter time, and I thought, well, that's a bit silly because no one's going to leave the game halfway through the first quarter to go get KFC. And then I thought to myself, it's not actually a bad option, that. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty damn awful. What, the KFC? That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> but the... the, the uh, the effort, the intent wasn't there. Defensively, I thought we were extremely poor. And I know that Sicily and Impey structurally are important, but just some of the efforts I saw, I was not happy with.
1: So, you know, Morrison got the nod for Impey, came in, mm-hmm. did a fairly good job. You couldn't say intercepted too many forays forward for us, but, you know, he got a number of touches. and That number being 24. Yeah. And he certainly... Showed that he's better than VFL level, but uh, we don't have a place for him with Impy in the lineup or No CJ who played what he got an innumerate touches in the first quarter. Yeah, mm, twelve above.
0: touches in the first term. Wow, yeah. you
1: know, and he'll be straight back in this week. There's no pressure to keep him out. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that later. But there there are some blokes that definitely need to get a nod to come into the AFL lineup, and uh, just like Josh Ward did. He came in, 82% disposal efficiency, and looked like a good, sure, steady pair of hands when he had the football. He wasn't uh, of a mind to take many risks, which probably didn't help us in our attack off the halfback line. Mm -hmm. But he's
0: just back, and he was definitely our best. Well, repaid the faith, didn't he? He'd showed excellent form at Box Hill. Uh, very consistent form down at Box Hill, and applied it to the seniors. 28 touches, as you say, 82% disposal efficiency. Most of those were handballs, but he helped get us moving. He was a steady hand, and he was a contributor across all four quarters, which is important. 21 pressure acts as well.
1: Yeah, and, and James Warple did all he could in sort of trying to burst
0: away from the packs and be attacking. Well, he was one of the figureheads of that sort of third quarter flurry that we attempted. It was snuffed out fairly quickly, but 10 touches in that third quarter. Far too late in the piece to mean much, but 26 touches by the final siren. And I reckon he's been using the ball a bit better this year, which is fantastic to see. Ran at 77% on the weekend, 25 pressure acts, 6 tackles as well. It was a good overall performance.
1: It was. uh, Will Day, 26 touches and... You know, he was under pressure a lot of the day. I thought the pressure brought by Carlton was their best for the
0: year. Oh, by far. The statistics reflect that. They played like they had everything to play for, frankly. And Adam Chera gave him a lesson in how to keep running
1: forward when your team's attacking. And they dropped their heads early, the Hawthorne boys.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: they did. The body language was terrible. After quarter time,
0: we've kind of touched upon a few midfielders there. I know Day played a bit, a bit back as well. Seven inside fifties and five rebound fifties, by the way, it's doing it at both ends. Will Day, but if we're going to talk, and he, about... and he was prepared to kick long, he was prepared to take mm-hmm. ground and mm-hmm.
1: look. You can see in the young fellas there, is, there are leaders there, but that's why I returned to Sicily because he is definitely the figurehead of this side, and without him, they. They all look a little
0: jaded. Or Well, where does it start, mate? It starts in the middle. Okay, It starts in the middle where you've got no recognised Ruckman for Carlton. Yeah. So I wonder where do the problems start? Because this is a midfield that's shown that they're much better than this. And I know as the season wears on, they're about to get tired. They're about to be run down. They're going to start having to pull some options from Box Hill, which is not such a bad thing. Some of those guys have earned it. But where does it start? Through the midfielders? Or the guys towering over them because Ned Reeves was absolutely deplorable.
1: Yeah, was it because it was wet that he was bad? Can we find any
0: excuses for Ned? Five touches at twenty percent disposal efficiency. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. One mark. So he's two hundred eleven centimeters. He had one mark for the day. <laughs> At least Meek had seven tackles. He's willing to get his hand dirty. 23 pressure acts for Meek as well. So he's, he's trying. and all his So that's why he wasn't the one subbed. Well, maybe. Well, put it this way. His seven handballs for the day, hit they it. all hit the target. Oh, they hit a target. Oh, good. 100%. So that's something. I'm not saying... <laughs> so what's that? To 12 touches
1: out. and then their stand in Ruckman got about yeah. 28 touches between them.
0: Yes. And hit outs to advantage. They reigned over us as well. Oh Think God. of that. Yeah. The the one area where you thought, okay, well, sign, sealed, delivered, we'll have this over Carlton. To be honest,
1: I was too disappointed and angry to watch the the
0: (laughs) Sam Mitchell presser this week because
1: he should be, you know, put to task on what on earth is the Ruck doing? And if you've got two Ruckmen in the side and they haven't got one, don't you think you'll probably be exposed for running the wet? Yeah, I I just... And uh, do you think it was a good idea to start the game with Weddle on Kurnow? (laughs) and uh you know there were some real follies from the coaches i hear what you're
0: saying mate you prefer sam frost and that's fine at each their own i know you're a big sam frost fan and that's a you're a noted sam frost fan listen you want to see more of him not less playing on the big boys getting the big jobs yeah big jobs yeah (laughs) how is that tweet going (laughs) <laughs> the Frostball one The Frostball We've
1: been sitting on that since the Adelaide trip Yeah well it was a long time And that's not the only song we came up with <laughs> But, but we've true, reached a it? point Because we were sitting on it Because we didn't feel it's exactly mainstream no. To
0: go with that mm. Just That is hanging a bloke out to dry It is It's fairly critical on the surface yeah. I, mean. I think Frost brings a lot to the team But definitively He also brings the stuff that we're singing about. So he does make a lot of errors. I tell you what, that is a very cathartic song.
1: Like, you sing it, you feel better. (laughs) Very much so.
0: You feel better because you've been through it already.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's in the great... Look, we've never had a solid gold Ruckman and Hawthorne. We had to import Paul Salmon, Mm. right? And Ben McAvoy. Mm -hmm. And in the great tradition of defenders that run off the halfback line without any real caution about their disposal efficiency. With a wild we've, abandon. We've had Crowed, we've had Hay, we've had... Lakey was pretty good, but that's because he hoofed it. And we had Frawley, now we've got
0: Frost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what people will be thinking. Looking at the tweet saying, well, Nick really must have found the Seamus Mitchell, the handball to Seamus, the last straw. And you'd be right. You <laughs> Really? You'd be right. That was awful. There was no excuse for that. <laughs> He's had some shockers in his time, Frost, but that really put me over the edge. I was like, that's it. Have to get the mics out and record that song. (laughs) (laughs) It was bad. We we did not have many winners on the day, frankly. Fergus Green threatened to be a winner. Yes, he threatened to be. (laughs) That's the distinction.
1: But he couldn't boot it through the sticks. And I thought, you know, he was all over them. He He was finding gaps in their defense and looking really good.
0: Look, frankly, two goals, two and two assists is a fairly good return, on return. Uh, five marks inside 50. I mean, take take that any day of the week for this Hawthorne side. Mm-hmm. Five marks for one player inside 50. Seven score involvements in all. It's a tick for Fergus Green, and I wonder how we're going to manage the forward line going forward. I mean, what does that configuration look like now? Who do we want to see? Because at the same time, I thought maybe we... Hang, on, the, the hang on. where's wings on here? <laughs> wings has not been mentioned. Do you do you want to talk about him? I did enjoy a couple of moments. Yeah, when <laughs> there was a couple of passes. Yeah, obviously the 50 uh, that a, were a little bit of Chad magic to get the first goal going was pretty yeah. nice. That was right in front. Well, of Well, that him. was just pure. It was arsy. Well, not arsy. Oh come on, it he, was I'll, as if he did it deliberately.
1: But it was sort of a uh, angry we're not going to get a goal out of this again, I'm just going to put my foot through it kind of
0: thing. Well, you've, wasn't got, to, it? you've got to try something, don't you? Anyway, it worked. Thank goodness, because it was fairly grim up until that point. And then point. there was a lovely pass into the forward 50 in front of me, where he just mm-hmm. chipped it over the defender. Gorgeous. But the configuration is the question, because at times, although he was dropped for his, I guess, goal-kicking confidence, or lack thereof, it would have been nice to have Cosie. To take the heat off Mitch, because Mitch Lewis struggled some of the day. Well, he does struggle without Cozzy.
1: mm-hmm
0: that, That's not something
1: only we would know. The coaching staff know that. Yeah. So why do they drop him to the VFL?
0: I don't know. It, it wasn't a bad idea to bring and Fergus can they, in. Can they not play Fergus? And Cosie and Lewis. Yeah. Well, that's if, what I'm wondering too. I, I tell you what, they can if they drop a ruck. Well, exactly. Why are we playing two rucks? I know we're sort of circling around the same sort. Well, of thing. Well, these are the problems. Exactly. If you, if you can't win the ball
1: in the midfield, and let's face it, although they've had bad results, Carlton, mm. their midfield is terrific.
0: Yes, true. Okay.
1: Top tier. So then you get to the stage where if your midfield's being outworked, even on the rebound, because you've got Morrison and Ward, not really quick off the mark and both out of form in the afl or lack of form in the afl yeah uh we just couldn't get our game going and then they're
0: not the worst defensive team carlton but if you're not doing it quick and the way for us to do it more quickly is to cut a ruckman out of the game which we do routinely now which tells me if you're willing to do that maybe you don't need to to begin with yeah if that is the limb you're willing to cut off then maybe just don't take it into the game.
1: But apart from that, their mindset was awful from the start of the game. Now, I, at some point in that game, decided that uh, it was probably warmer inside in the MCC <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and found a nice seat and a drink. There I had the much, option available to me. There wasn't much joy in this my, game. My Carlton mates were obliging and said, this game's probably all over, to be honest. Let's go and get a drink. So what was this, halftime or...? <laughs> And my mates, had turned up to the game and they're like, "Oh, the buy curse, don't know, know." Yeah. And they even got a bit of a, you know, a bit of a stink about them. Yeah. When we came out and kicked a few goals at the beginning of the third, you know, there's a bit of a whiff of, "Oh no."
0: That's the that's the win I take away from the day. Just that slight edge of nervousness we're able to create in the Carlton fans. <laughs> I tell you what, they've really improved the scones the mcc they're much
1: better now speaking of mcc this is a great segue let's get on to the cricket oh Oh my god how much fun has it been the media in england are probably better at being aggressive than england's pace attack that's the first thing this is the hawk
0: talk podcast
1: come on ash's edition ash's edition (laughs)
0: Patreon.com slash talk talk pod if you want us to do a bonus episode of Ashes coverage. Now you know how you give me a bit of stick about staying on topic. No, MCC.
1: Yeah, have that you re- too. Have you read the names of the members?
0: Oh, okay, I'll, I'll give you this. Then we move on. Okay? All right. This is a this is a delight. This is genius.
1: Right? And you know? Do you know who the president of the Marylebone Cricket no, Club is? No, no, Stephen Fry.
0: Is he? Yeah,
1: oh, I found okay. that out. When he got photographed with our MCC president, I was like, "What <laughs> right. is he doing there? Okay. Anyway, the names of the MCC members who've been suspended for abusing the Australians, Bartholomew Frinton-Smythe, Humphrey Wigbert-Porter and Quentin Breckenridge.
0: I mean, they, they're not real. They're not real people. I refuse to believe it. So <clears throat> I feel much better about my MCC membership in light of theirs. What's their suspension worth? Is it more or less than? Suspension? I don't know. I,
1: you know, they're they're very. Um, you know, it's quite. If you if you step on the wrong side of
0: them, it's they'll just take the membership off you. There's plenty of people waiting. Would that be leg side or <laughs> anyway? Did you watch it at all? Yeah, no, I've seen it. Yeah, did you? You mean the
1: stumping, right? Y- well, uh, yeah, I wouldn't hasten to call it a stumping, but yes. What else would you call it? Well, it's a run out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is a stumping. I mean, we should probably.
0: Stay on topic. Yeah, Talking Talk probably. about footy. Yeah. Well. <laughs> the stuff we know a bit about. Anyway, this question from Neil. Why are we playing a zone in our back line? It's not working at all. Why would you pick Finn as a sub? Is the two-ruck experiment <laughs> over? It left us one to two plays short across the ground on Sunday. Why Thank is you. Sam Frost? It's <laughs> a number of Why questions. Why is Sam Frost? That's it. That's the whole question. There's a number of questions packed as if, up. Right as here. if he's a verb. <laughs> Why Frost? Well, uh, let's
1: tackle them one by one. Why are we playing the zone in our well, back line? Well, it didn't work, but the idea was we couldn't play man-on-man. Mm. Didn't have the physicality to play man-on-man, so you had to stand off your opponent and hope that you could create the web and get across,
0: probably just, help your mate out. Yeah, that that is something that we do rarely very well, I would say, in my assessment. I think we give our, our opponents too much leeway, too much latitude, and they... Expose us far too easily. Sorry. Yeah.
1: What about when uh, Soss goes forward, dragging the ruckman with him, mm. and then goes on a lead and takes an easy mark? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Can we move back to the Ashes? Oh, my God. This is is real. I hate talking about this game. We didn't turn up. Nothing worked.
0: We're almost done. It's all learnings. We're almost done. But go on with your Ashes thing so I could drag you back to the point. No, no, no. Come on. Let's get it over and done with. save it to the end. All right. Okay. Why would you pick Finn as a sub? I don't know. I don't know why we would do that. He was not in decent form at any stage for Box Hill. Why him? Couldn't tell you. No impact. Is the two ruck experiment over? I certainly hope we're open to departing from that. I don't think it is working. Like I said, if you're willing to sub off one every week around the same time that we get our asses handed to us because we're too slow, maybe don't choose two rucks. Just a thought. Uh, And why is Sam Frost? Well, we've already sort of covered that, haven't we? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Carlton outscored the Hawks 46-9 from stoppages on a day where they didn't have a recognized ruckland. Just stop. Just stop. 60 Just to 25 stop. from turnovers. <sighs> Blues won contested possessions, 143 to 125, and uncontested possessions 248 <laughs> to while also applying more tackles. Come on! That, if that right, and they had the ball. To, if that doesn't speak to what I was talking about, yeah, no, effort, in, No intensity. This question from Sav, before we move on, because neither of us wanted to talk about this game, and fair enough, I think. Were our expectations too high? We had a few key outs that disrupted our structure. Good teams are expected to play through injury-plagued seasons, but we're not there yet. Sicily, Impey, Brockman, Cosy all impacted our structure, in my opinion. Hopefully, DJB can come in and help Lewis. No, we were not... Uh, we were not overly expectant on on
1: beating Carlton. Or, but we, you, you got to expect them to come out with enough poise mm. or enough ability to control the football. They've got to have intent about them. The players with the most intent were the two blokes who'd been elevated.
0: Yeah. That's clear. Yeah, that, that is an astute observation. That's correct. Okay, so
1: everyone else felt safe. Mm-hmm. Or they felt at some point it would click. Moore did some great stuff. Put his head where angels fear to tread. Mm-hmm. I was very, I was admiring of him, especially early in the third quarter. But for the most part, yeah, there are a lot of passengers,
0: and it's just not acceptable. The execution wasn't there. The decision making was off. There's so many times where I did. I had to wonder at a certain point whether I was being unreasonable, looking up the field from standing room and being like. Why would you go there, though? Why would you choose that option? And am I well, thinking Because all the other ones were covered. No, no, it wasn't a case of that. There were some times I just thought, no, that's that's silly. That was stupid football. And not in terms of, oh, it's a direct turnover, but, oh, you've kind of just hemmed us in on the boundary there, and now I've got nowhere to go. Mm. Didn't take the right option mm-hmm. to, to put us but forward. But it was safe for them to take that. Well, that's it. That might be the point, but... Yeah, look, Sicily and MP are obviously the two big outs. They change a lot in terms of experience as well. Brockman would be handy uh, out through illness. Uh, Cosie, as I said, he might have been important. But the last little bit here, mate, the last little bit here from Sav, hopefully DJB can come in and help Lewis. What is that about? I don't feel like we've ever said that. Anyway, back to the ashes. And, uh... <laughs> Box Hill Hawks, 12-11-83, defeated Port Melbourne, 8-12-60. Beyond quarter time, managed to break away from Port Melbourne with no razzle-dazzle required here. It was a very nonchalant kind of dominance. And then they went home at three-quarter time. (laughs) They did. 37 points at the final break, but then Port Melbourne, they weren't done. They were ready to sneak back in. Last three goals of the game to pick things back, which was kind of disappointing, but overall... Not for the commentators. They were wrapped. Oh, absolutely. They were right into them, which is second week running. (laughs) Can we get a decent commentary team, please? Uh, A commanding performance overall... Um, all right, tell
1: me about DGB. Have we found the new Cosie? Is this what happens? We play them in defence well, until they can't get a can't get a role in the
0: senior side, and then we <laughs> chuck them forward, and suddenly it's all guns blazing. It seems to be that way. I mean, I can't get on the DGB train just yet because, I mean, it's really one. There, one were, there were a couple of forward. there were a couple of gimmies. There yeah. was one round the body that was a very nice goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one on the lead, off the lead. Yes, there was one on the goal square where he managed to find an acre of space, which I'll credit him that. was clever. It that. Yeah, that was, was clever good. how he maintained yeah. a position to kick that. Look, this is the first full game he's had forward. He kicked 4-1, okay? okay, which is a huge tick. Ten touches in all, six marks, competed really well. The work rate was there. And he played with a certain freedom and desire. And I think, according to Sam Mitchell, this is going to be an ongoing project. I'm sorry, one. We're going to continue seeing what DGB can do up forward. Okay. The parallels with Cozzy, as you pointed out, are right there. And yet
1: Jai Sarong is the antithesis. He's gone back. Exactly, yes. As
0: as Jekka had before. Yes, Mm mm-hmm. So... Career best game for Jai He was impressive. Yeah, cross halfback, 25 touches, six intercept marks, six rebound 50s, prolific in the air and at ground level. Now, he arrived at the club as a utility, but he seems to be stamping and making his mark as a defender these days. And, you know, you mentioned Emerson Jecker, seems to have yet another rival to contend with. Jecker's biggest problem at the moment is his own body can't get on the park we've got the injury list which we'll get to later he is available this week so you imagine he probably comes back into that box hill side then there was a bloke who
1: was a walk-up
0: start in the Mm -hmm. AFL who definitely should have played should not have been dropped Cam McKenzie far too good at the VFL level 23 touches and 2 goals great poise great choices I mean, what can you say? An easy tick. Uh, Matt points out the very same thing you did. to talk pod. Cam McKenzie, clearly above VFL level. Can we not just leave him in and let him find his feet? Definitely. Yep. I'd be all for that, especially in the second half of the season. Where... I'd love to see him drift forward. Yeah. The yeah. other
1: thing I was thinking about was, was Warple forward as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking for places to put these guys with the rotations that we're going to have to deliver. Yes. Because uh, we've got long, he can, he can go forward. And I want to see him play. Yeah. He didn't play particularly well on the weekend, but he's not being rewarded
0: for the efforts. No, not his best game, but yet he had 23 touches, I think. Yeah. So that's got to be worth something. Uh, the guy that also stood out right from the start was CJ. 12 touches in the first quarter, as we said. Finished with 26 on managed minutes. The electricity, the give-and-go, line-breaking run was there. He was up and about on return and just had all the familiar hallmarks of his game. Yeah. How was his defensive ability? Not sorely tested, to no. be fair. Anyway. <laughs> I mean this is about But match that's fitness. exactly
1: what we needed against Carlton. Yeah.
0: Line breaking, making the opposition desperate to But but that being said, I think it was the right call to bring CJ back through Box Hill. This was a tune-up, so I wouldn't be surprised if he gets named this week against the Giants. But um yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh Cooper Stevens as well, twenty-two touches at ninety-one percent, which is pretty good. Four marks, six clearances. Pretty
1: damning little second line here.:
0: Yeah, well, just noting that second halves he does a bit of a disappearing act. Where he goes is a little bit of a mystery at this stage. right. I don't know what that's about, but then can we really hold him to account when the Hawthorne senior side does the same thing typically? So now, we were speaking about learnings, and
1: you, know, some blokes don't want to learn. You oh, this th- is harsh. Have you noticed that in life? If, some people, no matter are, how many times the lesson arrives at their doorstep, they, they don't learn. If you are talking about the guy I think you're talking about... I am. About, I'm talking about Brandon Ryan. Ouch. But I'm not talking about him. Mm-hmm. The bastard that put 36 on his back. Oh. That's, right. who I'm, that's who I'm talking about. Now, he had 11 touches, 8 marks, and he, had,
0: he finished with no goals... Yeah. Six behinds. Yeah. He Look, he deserved at least one. He's very stiff. Just drop the 36. Drop the 36. Get rid of it. Scrap I've it. I've
1: never seen so many goals that look to be. <laughs> and then it drifted or something went wrong.
0: And yeah. he was getting visibly frustrated too. He's in the mix to be a dominant forward. I mean, 11 touches, 8 marks, 0-6. Once he gets his eye at box hill. Yeah. I mean, this guy has the potential to be a really dominant spearhead of a team that's competing for a premiership, and they are. I know that the other teams inside the top four at the moment, Werribee in particular, looks pretty good. But the Brisbane Lions, the Gold Coast Suns, those three teams look awesome. They're going to be tough to beat. But Box Hill, with a forward firing like Brandon Ryan could, look out. I mean, this is also a side against Port Melbourne. We had Jalen Thorpe back. Mm -hmm. Play him as a defender. I mean, he usually gives you about three goals a game when we play. So, anyway, and takes a defender out of the opposition lineup as he sits on the head. Yeah, takes out their back and their shoulders.
1: (laughs) Uh, I don't know how that because he's. I'd love to see how much he, you know,
0: how many kegs he is because he's just. He's not a small man. No, but he can get high. He can. It's quite impressive. Gravity defying Jalen Thorpe, jumping Jalen, they call him. Box Hill gonna be heading to Giant State. <laughs> you'd hear him, you'd hear him coming, you know, you'd hear oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the then the feet up your back. <laughs> <laughs> like a step ladder, as it were. Uh Box Hill Hawks heading to Giant State and take on GWS. It's gonna be fourth versus eleventh. The Giants reserve side was smashed by ninety six points against Casey just this past oh, weekend. That's a shame. Yeah. So uh look Can I just say Brandon Ryan will mm will enter the Hawthorne lineup. Not this week, perhaps, but he will be playing. I agree. Yep. Those are the whispers coming out of the club as well. So just a matter of time. No, it's I just think. the way that he, oh, he well, that maintains too. body position. Yeah, yeah. He takes
1: marks. He's got a good awareness of where he is on the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, he needs to get a few more disposals, but he's got a presence that Cosy does not have. Mm-hmm. Fergus finds space. He's a different type of player. But different, this Brandon Ryan is a fantastic option for that get-out kick.
0: Mm-hmm. We're starting to see something come together. When it clicks, I really think it's going to be quite potent for Brandon Ryan and what he can bring to our senior lineup. Hawthorne versus GWS at uh, Giant Stadium, about Saturday th- twilight. Yeah, about 4.30 in the afternoon. Yep, the most convenient time ever. Yeah. well, it's a good time to head to a pub. Well, that's true. Yeah, not too bad at all. Uh, what changes are we going to be making? Uh, maybe it would be good to look at the injury list at this point. Impey with uh, with back spasms. He's a test to come in this week. Brockman, uh, who missed through illness, should be available. As we said, Jekka with a calf complaint is available. He'll come back through Box Hill, I expect. That almost about rounds out who's in the frame because the last three on the injury list, Morris with a shoulder, TBC. I want a statement from Sammy.
1: That he's not going to put up with effort or the lack of effort that yeah. he saw.
0: Yep, and fair enough. Uh, O'Hara, knee, TBC, and oh, Lynch, really? concussion. Yep. Oh, I'm worried for O'Hara then. Yeah, no, he might fall off the list. Morris and O'Hara. Um, in yeah. fact, Jekka, Morris, and O'Hara are the ones that look like they could be on the chopping block by the end of the year at this stage.
1: A consistent, if not eye-catching player, and I I think he's eye-catching, mm-hmm. is uh, Jackie O. Jackie O'Sullivan.
0: Yep. Once again, yeah, he looked pretty good. Hmm like Brandon Ryan, might be just a matter of time. Okay. I mean, keep on having lacklustre performances. a little bit better defensively inside our forward 50 this week. But if we keep on letting ourselves down there, then O'Sullivan should be considered. No doubt about that.
1: So GWS, fantastically, they beat Melbourne last week by two points.
0: Yeah, you enjoyed that. Oh Well, I mean, if you watch Melbourne
1: just miss every shot. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) They've played four games in... 43 days, something like that. okay. They've had 10 days between games for the last four games. Mm -hmm. It's just delicious
0: to me. I know, because all the media this week is, well, the Ds aren't the real deal. What about Clayton Oliver? What's going on there? Yeah, well, still a question, isn't it? I saw a headline this week. that was, um, are the Ds wasting their dynasty? I thought, what dynasty? I agree. One flag? What else have they done?
1: Oh, no, they had a flag in the
0: AFLW. Yeah, okay. And the VFL. Different list, but anyway. That, you know, it's as good as it gets for them. (laughs) Uh, This question from Justin. Well, more of a statement, really. I just hope we are competitive this week because without Sicily, we are West Coast light. Well, Justin's gone bang. Well, I did say this to you in our debrief after the game. You did, yeah. Where... You know, I was a little less than... This is about, what, 40 minutes after the game, so you still Yeah, only because you'd
1: not talked to me the first time I rang. I was busy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I was like, you know, if it was any other season and we weren't being propped up by North and whatever's going on at West Coast, mm. this is clearly we are
0: a bottom side. Yeah. Our worst reflects that. We've played some bloody good games this year. However, our worst definitely reflects that. Justin continues, we've conceded 151, 101, 112, whilst kicking three, three, and zero first-half goals in the game Sicily has missed. I mean, it's pretty damning. Does it come down to one player? I keep on returning to that. I don't think that it does, but obviously we need him out there.
1: Young lists in the last quarter of a season generally go missing. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for the coach because they've got to end the season on a on an up, mm-hmm. and we have not got the matches to end
0: on an up. It's true. Yep. This question from Reese: Is it time to bring in any player who can kick goals? Should the forward line be DGV Lewis, add Cosie again, leave Fergin just have different looks or options?
1: You only need to look at how the ball was delivered into the forward line to see that you wouldn't
0: want to be a key forward or indeed any forward for Hawthorne. No. Well, you wouldn't want to be... Mitch Lewis, because you're like, well, the ball's coming to me, and I have two, three players sitting on me, because they all know that the ball's coming to me, because where else would it go? Yep. We need other targets. We need tall targets. Hello, Brandon. Did you Ryan, see? Eventually. Did you see
1: one of our Ruckman drift forward at all?
0: Uh, I did, but they didn't do it a damn thing. So <laughs> what's the point? It's just. I saw. I saw them drift back, and they didn't do so much. So. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Reese brings up a good point. We've got to figure out this four-line configuration. I don't think for a tall target, it can be Lewis plus Ruckman. That doesn't work. You need Lewis plus someone else and probably keep Fergin as well would be my opinion. Let me hit play on the platitude list.
1: Yeah. It's never as bad or as good. How does it finish again? I've forgotten.
0: (laughs) Heard it too too often. Yeah. Uh... I mean, the thing I hate about that is let me enjoy the win. It's never as good as it seems. Stuff you. Let me never enjoy it. Never as
1: bad as it seems.
0: <laughs> uh, Jay asks, Mitchell has spoken about the majority of the next premiership side already being on the list. Who currently on the list are you confident can take us there? Who do you see being A-plus players of the current crop? <laughs> okay, we can, we can see where your head's at. <laughs> you don't have any uh, You can't uh, name one player? No, I'm just wondering which premiership it is. Yeah, fair. AFL. <laughs> the timeline for our AFL premiership keeps on getting put back,
1: put no, back no, look, every,
0: every single year. It's
1: very easy to overreact, and I am deliberately overreacting this week because I am. I thought that was really poor. I what, what? don't think that should be. Uh, I don't think they should be paid for the efforts on the oh. weekend.
0: <laughs> You said you're over overreacting before. What's that? I mean,
1: how do you put your if you if you put that eff, level of effort in at your yeah. job, mm.
0: how would how would it go? Well let's not talk about my job. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to happen to me. <laughs> Probably be taken to court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I nominate Newcomb, Day, Lewis and Sicily. They're the four that came to mind. If we're talking about A plus talent on our list that could be there and could raise a cup, then yeah. I can see that happening with those four. Yeah, well, you've got to
1: add Weddle to that, surely. You don't think that's way too early? No. Nah. Okay, No. Fair I've seen enough from Weddle to know that he's 200, 250-game play, seems to have the internal drive as well, which is what you need. You didn't put in Ward who was best on ground in a very, very bad performance?
0: Well, it's funny you say that because as we were turning this question over our heads at the same time, Ward was the first guy that came to mind. If I had to add a fifth... Yeah, I could see that. Because while really all dense. others dropped their standards, yeah, he held his. Yep, correct. So that's true, mate. We've come to the end of the podcast. Oh, when good. Ends. Back to the ashes. <laughs>
1: now ends. that starts Social on Thursday start evening, interest. and we'll you know as soon as the Hawthorne game was over <laughs>
0: oh. on the Saturday night, it's on the telly again. <laughs> social media stuff before we get to that we'd love to spread our word about the show the best way for you to help us do that is to rate or review the hawk talk podcast so hit us up with five stars wherever you're listening to this apple Podcasts for example and get other hawks fans in- interested in the show get them on board meanwhile we ride all the bumps with the grin together across our social media channels so hop online and join the conversation it's a wonderful community of Hawthorne fans that we have around the show so we'd love for you to be part of it and finally We'd like to extend a huge thank you to our proud, passionate, and paid-up Patreon subscribers. We're talking about the listeners that fling us a few bucks each month to help us out and help us put time into the show. We cannot emphasize enough how much that's appreciated. And if you're interested in joining us and supporting the show, you can sign up at any tier, really, but most people go for the one with access to all the bonus content we put out. So you can check out all the details at patreon.com slash hawktalkpod and support the show there.
1: (laughs) So Hawthorne dropped the ball again. They've released the news while we're recording. (laughs) Not after. And Seamus Mitchell, two-year contract.
0: Yay, there it is. I'm glad we caught it. Because we're (laughs) really on the home stretch of this (laughs) one. So maybe we should make it a habit. It pays for me to get bored while you're doing the socials (laughs) and check the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's what we call me doing the socials (laughs) and you doing the socials. Anyway, that's
1: terrific. Like delisted November yep. last year, now he's got a now he's playing really good football, rising star. Nom two year contract, deserves, thoroughly deserved.
0: Yep, absolutely. Now, great to see. And uh, you know, it was a pretty poor performance across the board against Carlton. He's a guy that was reasonable. Yeah, I know, mean, they saw the handball that
1: came to him, from <laughs> the frost and they thought,
0: you know what, he probably deserves two years. <laughs> In two years, he'll take that clean. <laughs> In <laughs> two years, Frost won't be there. Oh, great. do you mind? Oh, I'm Do so you salty, mind? Right. You are salty. Can we maybe... Let's switch to something brighter. Let's switch to
1: happier news. The greatest thing that happened for the footy club this weekend was the VFLW girls qualified for finals in... Um, well, they had to
0: beat the Saints, and they did. Yep, secured a spot in the 2023 VFLW Final Series with a 17-point victory over the Southern Saints at Box Hill City Oval. Looks likely all day in spite of the inclement conditions. Uh, and next, it's the Final Series.
1: Now, Abby Holmes was commentating at the Collingwood game the night before. I'm
0: not sure, but she does take commentary duties. Yeah, and then and she then,
1: played at, what, 11 a.m. at yep, Box Hill City and Oval.
0: Integral to the win. Yeah, kicked a nice goal. Yep, snuck one through uh, the second goal of the day and, yeah, really put a bit of a buffer, and then we ended up getting the job done. So now it's a do-or-die finals clash with Essendon, Saturday, 11 a.m., Box Hill City Oval, and I imagine the club has not forgotten last time we took on Essendon in a final series. What, what did happen? Don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no, they'll be looking for Wasn't revenge. it one
1: point during the season and then when they got to the finals, it was the Essendon by how far? Because we we
0: let all our players who were going to play AFLW, yeah, that's rest. Yeah, that's part of the story. We we let our players rest. They didn't, mm. and the scoreboard reflected that. But then there was a controversial and excuse me, me for saying so, like bullshit. Umparing, freaky, yeah, yeah, that really turned it. It didn't turn the game. So it, what are we expecting? <laughs> Well, I hope revenge. Are it's expecting on, fisticuffs or what are we... It's on our home deck. I want to see a bit of fight, a bit of fire to the game. And, and it's uh, elimination, packing. isn't it? Yep, that's it. Yep. Send them packing. Essendon are reigning premiers. Mm-hmm. They beat the Southern Saints, who we just beat, right. by 32 points in the grand final. Okay. So the Saints are out of it. Essendon are not the same side. Mm-hmm. They're vulnerable. We're a good shot. Excellent. So we're a shot at a cup. Well, maybe. Maybe. This is the start of our journey towards a premiership and hopefully we can get over the first hurdle. Now, but- I'm not going to get all excited
1: and going to mm. rest all
0: the players again, <laughs> I don't know. God, well, I mean, that was disappointing. How far away is the uh, the AFLW season? It's not till September, is it? Yeah. Or late August. Late August. Yeah? Okay. Well, I think we can play them. Jeez. I'd be a little bit worried if we rest them. Anyway, that'll be exciting on the Saturday morning. Yes, we've got Saturday morning, uh, Boxville City Oval, VFLW clash it's the beginning of the final series hopefully the, the start of a journey towards another premiership uh, we have in the afternoon Box Hill taking on uh, GWS uh, up there yeah up there and then uh, we have the, the men seniors so Hawthorne taking on GWS up there too later in the evening twilight in fact so a super Saturday of footy as yep. they call it
1: yeah I'm going to have to go out and buy a new couch I reckon
0: I'm spending
1: <laughs> a lot of time on the couch because that's looking like well I might I could, if it's a nice day, I might
0: go to Box Hill. Are there nice days at Box Hill? Weather-wise, <laughs> <laughs> famously, they're not. <laughs> However, we have turned in some brilliant wins over there on our home deck, so it's always worth the trip. Yeah, I've got a tad word out there before. Do you reckon they're taking that into consideration for the redevelopment stuff? Have you got your, your foot in the door? Have you told them what's for and what to do? What What do you want to see? Well, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into what they actually want a change i want but-
1: a sushi train <laughs> and i want it to go round the entire circuit of the oval and you just pick out what you
0: want
1: <laughs> i love it it is good it's ed a good sill, idea are you listening?
0: It? Yeah. <laughs> there it is it That's doesn't a- have to be sushi it could be other things <laughs> That's a- your real ideas man mate. thank you brilliant ed sill if you're listening get on board <laughs> get on board the sushi train as it were. <laughs> it's another edition of the hawk talk podcast So sometimes you wouldn't know it with all the ashes talk are we done you have anything else to say about it Oh, i just love the venom of it don't you oh it's fantastic theater yeah yeah i can't wait to see what happens
1: next it's the only cricket i enjoy the ashes to be honest maybe the boxing day test
0: if you're there so you're more of a test match man because i like my um uh, my odis i know no one does but yeah. i do no it's just you yeah, all right, on my <laughs> island here. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, it's it's not quite short enough to be you know easily delicious. Yeah. <laughs> as
0: it's twenty twenty. Call me Goldilocks, but I think it's just right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do us for the Hawk Talk podcast. To take us out, it's frostball. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a super Saturday of football awaits. Hopefully, we have three out of three wins. Either way, we'll be back next week to recap all the action from the weekend. We are a happy team at Hawthorn. Frostball, frostball, where's he gonna kick it now? We'll be messing up somehow. Whoa, 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 Frostball, frostball, ball's really on a roll. We'll be spotlight, blow it all. Ra, ha, 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 ha!